Hello and welcome back to the ECA Belfast podcast. I think you might notice that it is just my good self today because your auntie Stevo went and got hitched. Our Stevo's married. Our Stevo's married. So for the next couple of episodes, it's just going to be me and a lovely guest. And today I am joined by the lovely Megan. Hopefully I don't get shouted at on this one. Um, but yeah, Megan, how are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. You nervous? Yeah. Oh, you good? Yeah. It's funny because the camera, but that's it. <laughs> it's not because of me, no. no. That's all right. No. That's all right. So, Megan, take two of this, this attempt. <laughs> yeah, nearly got us cancelled the last time. Of all the people I thought were going to get us cancelled, I didn't think it would have been you. I thought it would have been me. Here we are. <laughs> so, anyway, we will we'll try it again. Okay. Hopefully, you don't say anything too fucking incriminating this time. Mm-hmm. So, take us back. You are working here how long now? Four years. Four years. Wait, what month are we in? May? Yeah, it'll be four years this month. Fucking hell. I know. Feels like longer, to be fair. It really does. <laughs> Way years. longer. Yeah. And then you started out on the course, didn't you? Mm-hmm. So I done the January 2018 course. Would that be right? No, January 2019. I don't know, it was you that done it like no. <laughs> I was January twenty January twenty nineteen, I done the course and then May I started working here. Yeah, you got yeah. a job because you busted your face on the floor, didn't you? Yeah, it wasn't fun. Lenny felt really bad. Really, really bad. How'd you do that? <laughs> Tell everyone. <laughs> don't need to really like take us back there. So long story Relive short. Relive your traumas, man. Lenny Megan. was ta- teaching us how to do skin the cats on the gymnastic rings and I let go and busted my face on the floor and ever since he's never taught him ever again yeah you got skin the cats taken uh, off of course I ruined it for everybody you nearly lost your teeth yep (laughs) that was great St Patrick's Day so you started here coaching and then you kind of moved into basically just running the gym tell us a bit about that what what happened there I don't really say running the gym but yeah like well I mean there wouldn't be a gym if you didn't work here to be fair I'm I'm very aware of that. We so Even I Even knows like he's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so started coaching in May. Then I think maybe like six months into it, or maybe less, Katrina asked me if I wanted well, Katrina Padajo asked me if I wanted to do the admin for the gym. I was like, sure. Yeah, give me something else today. And then whenever COVID hit, during COVID, then Lenny asked me if I wanted to start doing stuff for the academy. And then that was fine. And then I've just started with the mastermind stuff, but just very like menial stuff with that. So running all of that shit. Yeah, just running everything now. Yeah. And then people are probably wondering too how we ended up getting together. <laughs> that's a that's always. A I'm fun very story. proud though because even clients <laughs> to this day yeah. are still like, "Are you together?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> no. Like they don't. Nobody knows. So I'm very proud of that. Yeah. I'm not even gonna say how many years it's been now because I don't remember. Feels like 10. Too long. <laughs> four years too long. Four That's years a, in August. This is how you get shared of that. Four years on August 24th. Even so I'm fucking surprised at so that one. There, there you go. go. You now have audio recording and video recording Darn, to remind can you, clip, you. Can you clip that for me, please? <laughs> Thank you. <man. laughs> so yeah, we well, yeah, obviously, like we like we work together. Um, we live together, like we're we're going with each other. So mm-hmm. no doubt there's there's probably gonna be people being like, how do you how do you juggle all that? Like, what? So this is the thing. How that, do you still keep that relationship? Do you like, know what I mean? People think that we 
because we work together and live together, whatever, like we're with each other 24 7, but we're not. Like we're yeah. on different schedules, like every single day, every week. Well, maybe the odd day or two, like we're maybe like coaching together or we've got like an afternoon off or something. But like the majority of the time, we have different schedules. So yeah. it never clashes. So that's how it works. I mean, if we were with each other 24 7, 365, we would not be together. <laughs> I'm Pretty too, much. I'm, I'm too much of a melter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too laid back. Yeah. But yeah, like e- even with that, so like like the schedules and stuff, because I know how organized you can be. And like I do, I speak to a lot of coaches and even like clients and stuff that they're like, oh, I just don't have enough time for this or I, I can't schedule this in or whatever. Like take us through a day of like what you do for each business because you're, you're basically just... running the operations for three businesses plus then, you know, running the house, doing your own training, like you're pole dancing, mm. you're like running about doing different things looking after my stuff and my life <laughs> so like well how, how do you organize all that like what's what's your sort of plan a diary a diary yeah do you have like a planning day that you do or no it's probably the way you day see that on instagram like everyone's just like oh no planning day like i'm gonna take my sunday morning and mm. go to establish well, a lovely coffee and don't get me wrong like whenever i post through it on a sunday then i'll like write in my diary everything I'm like got on for the week or where I'm going to be in the week or what needs done but generally like most of my stuff is planned in advance because it's like if it's take payments in advance or if I have to contact somebody in advance or whatever but I don't like have a particular planning day it just kind of it happens <laughs> there could be days where like I only have like a couple of things I need to do and then by the end of the day my diary is completely filled because things have just kept cropping up and somebody's contacting me and they need this done and somebody else has contacted me and that needs done for that time and we need this done ASAP so it's like just constantly writing it down and sometimes it can't be overwhelming whenever you have a full page set in the front of you and you're like fuck but how do you prioritize that then like what what would you go like right of a full day of stuff but like obviously it's so scattered because like everyone that know everyone knows like there's shit that you don't need done ASAP and then there's urgent stuff mm. that you need done like what do you I like that wee grid that you have I don't do that though. Oh yeah, no, the, I don't eyes, do that. the eyes and heart. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it just, <laughs> yeah, do you know that grid that you guys have? Yeah, it's full of shit. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, don't use it. <laughs> I just kind of look at it and I'm like, what needs done? Like now, so payments always take priority every single day. Yeah. So I check the payments on the three accounts. Should I say three accounts? The three. Oh yeah, it's the three, three businesses. The like, three yeah. stripes every day. Um, to see like missed payments or field payments or setting up new subscriptions like payments will always take priority and then after that it's like general like if I need to answer emails or if orders need put in or if orders need collected or if I need to contact a hotel about an event or if I need to whatever contact students do certs yeah, it just kind of goes yeah, from that so if, yeah like, whatever needs prioritize money or tasks and then like people like contacting them and then yeah. anything after that is like a, a bonus kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah I get you yeah I suppose it's a good way to look at it because a lot of people, like the amount of people I speak to, they're like, oh no, I just haven't took a payment yet. I'm like, are you fucking... Like, no, like you take the pay- like, details come through, you take the payment and then that's that done. Yeah, then all the other shit that can wait. <laughs> yeah. Like if you onboard somebody, if I'm really busy and like if you send me through or if Lenny sends me through somebody that needs onboarded and they're for the academy and like their payment needs taken, it's like I take their payment or send them the invoice then, but then they don't get onboarded until, onboarded until the next, the following day. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. So it's like always take payments. 
I love how you looked down the barrel of the camera for that one. It <laughs> was definitely aimed at a few people, wasn't it? <laughs> Always take payments. So you obviously transitioned from coaching to more of like an admin role and then into more of like an operations manager. Yeah. When you started PT and you obviously didn't have that vision no. of like being an operations manager. So like what happened and how was the transition going from coaching? Because, you know, like speaking to different students and stuff, that everyone thinks when you're a PT, you're a PT, that's it. There's no there's no other career path. Like even with me, whenever I I was I was like, no, I'm gonna be a personal trainer, and then I went down the route of teaching and now I help with franchisees and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So like even that route I didn't know even existed. So what how how was the transition from coaching? Because you obviously still coach and we'll get on to talking about that, but how was the transition from coaching the admin, then from admin the operations manager? How did you be okay with moving off the gym floor so much because there will be people out there that are like oh but you work in fitness you should be just a PT yeah so there's actually two things I remember Lenny saying one day that the fitness industry isn't just being about being like a PT or coach there's so many other like I don't know sectors or what would you call it yeah like do you know what I mean so there's like It's like any other industry. So like you've got like your admin or your VA, you've got like your marketing team, your sales team, whatever. It's just in the fitness industry rather than being in a different industry. Yeah. So then that made me kind of feel okay because like I'm not lie, like my mum and dad helped me with the course, like paying for it and stuff. So I felt so guilty whenever I was like doing more admin stuff rather than coaching, being like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like I need to be, I need to be coaching more because I need to prove to them that they didn't waste their money on me and yeah, you know that yeah. and then whenever John had said but there's different roles there's different roles within the industry it's kind of like all oh, right okay I actually feel okay about this now like it's true because that's where my strengths lie is mm. doing like all the organization like making sure everything's running okay and dealing with all the shit that happens behind the scenes and yeah so but at the start whenever it was kind of like coaching and admin it came to a point where I was using one of the others as an escape. So I was using oh, admin okay, as an escape yeah. from coaching or coaching as an escape from admin. And then it was all starting to get a wee bit too much. And then whenever we did I eventually know. get another... Fuck, don't I know? <laughs> whenever we eventually did get another coach, it was like, it was a bit of relief. And then I was like, I feel more comfortable doing this, like doing all the organization and admin and all that, that kind of stuff rather than getting up at 6am every day well I mean I still get up at 6am every day but do you know like I'm not mentally drained yeah, from coaching yeah, because yeah. people yeah. don't realise how like draining that can be Fuck. yeah it's, it's yeah, not physi- it's not physically like it's just mentally yeah it's draining. a demanding job like yeah. especially mentally because you're just thinking and problem solving all day yeah which you still do in your job but you, you're just I think you have more of a system for that sort of stuff now yeah um yeah hi were you okay transitioning from coaching to I think so, operations yeah. or yeah. like you were you were a bit more at home with it? Yeah, because I have the freedom where I can either work in the gym or I can work at home. Yeah. And then because I can work at home, it's like I can be with Satanta, the dog, our dog. The child. The child. The child. <laughs> then I need to stop calling the child because <laughs> everybody's, everybody's like, like you just left where's your child? child? Oh, you've just left him in the kitchen in his cage. You're, <laughs> it's, oh, no, it's a dog. People yeah. think it's a fucking kid. Yeah. He is like a child though. He is, he's the big fucking child. It's a donkey. Mm. Melter. But, so, I know we've, we've spoken about the ad, 
like the operations and what you currently do, but you obviously still coach a little bit. Yeah. And you're kind of known as like the the one to go through for females in here, you know, because... Well, I mean, like Patty Joe as well. We're, good, but... Oh, but we're useless. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking useless. But like, what got you interested in that? Like going down the female health route? I think it was because there's not a lot of like it's still not studied enough yeah it's mad like I think it was about two three years ago maybe I was through actually three years was ever we were living in Belfast and it was I was like there's not like a lot of information or even anything on Instagram from like coaches and stuff now that mm. now like today there's a lot of people that like specialize specialize in <laughs> female health <laughs> Um, yeah. So it, it was a lot of fellas specialising mm, in female health, isn't we'll it? Not go down that road. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, like it's it was because I couldn't find an awful lot of information, so I was like just doing my own study around it, and it was like it needs it needs studied more, and it needs brought to light because especially with us, yeah, our yeah. clientele is like most of our clientele is like thirty plus. Mm. So it's like people, most people are now transition transitioning into that like menopause like all that kind of stuff so like even that's not studied enough either yeah like yeah. still and it's what 2023 it's like fuck yeah i know like it definitely needs to talk about more but i think for more females rather than than males just looking for like an easy niche market yeah which is not fucking easy yeah it is far from easy coaching females and a lot of people actually make it so much more complicated than what it needs to be yeah. So there's like I've seen a lot of people being like, oh, you can like don't get me wrong, you can't do this, but there's a lot of fucking work in it. It's like you can tailor your training and your nutrition to each part of your cycle, and like really focus in on. And I think it's like that's great, but for general pop, you're like, come on. Yeah, just get up and move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I've seen a lot of that too. You know, people blaming their their cycle and stuff on like massive weight gain like i know you can obviously gain and lose weight yeah, depending, yeah. but you know it's almost like they're they're just a fan it's like they're breaking the laws of, of human nature you know uh, it's like it's biology that if you eat too much you're gonna put weight on if you don't eat enough you'll lose some weight yeah put it really basically but like i think i think you do a good job of that and then there, there's obviously you know christina um that's your coach oh yeah, yeah. who will, will shout out get, to empowered we'll be we'll be getting on um because that would be a great episode but the, the there's more of a a talk and a talking point around it especially amongst females yeah what would you say to like a female coach that's coming on to do the course or wanting to get in the industry around who they're thinking about working with like what what would you say to them it depends <laughs> but would you push them down more of the female route because like, we need um, more females coaching females or would you i mean yes yes i know it's kind of like I suppose it's trying to find your way through a fish pond with that now because there's so many people there's so there is so many coaches out there and they're still saying like different information like one person will give you so much information yeah. on something but then somebody will be like no that's wrong this is what this is Contradicting right each other, yeah. yeah so it's, it's like early days of bodybuilding yeah <laughs> yeah so it's yeah. now like i think it's kind of like a minefield so it's definitely trying to find your niche but if you want to work with women there's a mass market especially now those women like pre and post and and menopause and stuff like that like it's yeah. like that's a massive market to tap into now yeah because there's a lot of women that are training or have been training for years and now they're starting to go through that and they're kind of like what the fuck yeah what's going on yeah. yeah and then what would you say to a client 
you know, even again, just a female looking for a coach, whether, you know, whether they're already a coach or whatever, what would be a couple of red flags for you? Like that you'd be like, Oh, stay away from them. You know, not that we're trying to call anyone out or anything, but what would you just say to look out for in a coach that is saying they're going to coach females and how to do that? Like somebody who's very authentic. Okay. You need somebody who's going to like match your wavelength. Like if you want to, if you want a coach that's always like dull to the nines, post their arse all over Instagram. Like go work with them. If you want them. to grow your following. <laughs> like go work with them. Yeah, but if you want yeah. somebody that's like really down to earth on your wavelength, like not that doesn't care what they look like, but like I come into work and I don't, I don't wear makeup every day. Mm. Like sometimes I kind of just roll out of bed and I'm like, take me as I am. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of like, it, like go to somebody that you want to be, that you kind of look up to. That you aspire to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then in terms of the information they're giving out, well, how how can how can you give people a bit of a bullshit filter for when they're looking at information for that? Because you know, obviously loads of people now, you've got Instagram, you've got TikTok, and as much as I hate it, that's where people get a lot of their information. Mm. And there is some great information on it, and there's some absolute shit mm. on on that, that that is just not true. Like how did you find the good coaches and how did you sieve through all the bullshit whenever you were doing your research? I don't know. I kind of, I kind of had an idea myself already trained whenever I started training. Like I didn't know everything. Didn't know, like whenever I come onto the course, obviously it's like, fuck, I know literally nothing. But I think you can tell if somebody's being like authentic or not. And with the information and then, you obviously get a lot of people that would post, but like, oh, read this book or read this book or I recommend this book or this book shit or the information here was shit and stuff like that. But I think now because back then social media wasn't what it was, what it is today mm. with us. So yeah. it was like social media was just like an insight into people's lives as well as like it's a great thing to use now. But me and Christina are actually talking about this the other day. She had mentioned that. Um, like I don't use TikTok. I've never been on TikTok. Yeah, same. But there was a there's a girl on TikTok who was doing like this cut for Ibiza, and her coach had her on twelve hundred calories, no carbs, no sugar, do all the old like, and I've been there. Like I've done yeah, a cut like that, there. and yeah. I was like, yeah. it's like the year it is. You're like you would think, come on, like even if it is only a six week thing, it yeah. doesn't have to be that harsh but even at that it's like if you want to do that great don't tell your following what you're doing yeah because you have to be careful though. christina had mentioned that there was like 150 saves or something on that video and i was like and she had said she's like it's more than likely a lot of young girls that are like i need to do that to look to look like yeah. this and it's like you don't yeah yeah i think a lot of that comes too from just accepting who people are yeah. themselves you know and then which again like I know you guys you and Christina would talk a lot about just being comfortable in your own skin and then working yeah. on that like and you saying you've, I remember you telling me about that cut and stuff that you've done <laughs> it's, it's like tragic like again I've been there too yeah but when when was the turning point for you then uh, you know as a coach and a, as just being you like when was the turning point going I'm just going to enjoy training and because obviously you've got into pole dancing now and mm. you know you're a lot more comfortable in your own skin than what you were when I met you yeah and even before that from what you told me mm. like when was the turning point for you there probably only like <laughs> two years ago maybe 
take some of the credit for that one. Then. I don't know. Like you are, like you are your own worst critic, especially yeah. women. Like it's natural. But I think it was a thing of like I don't really care anymore. I'm like I'm just training for me, and I'm doing this for me. Like I don't need to look a certain way. I remember, like, do you remember we were at a wedding? We were at a wedding, like, four oh fuck yeah. <laughs> we were at a wedding four years ago, and we were standing at the bar, and I was ordering drinks, and it was one of our clients' weddings. Yeah. And the bartender was like, "Why?" This is always stuck in the back of my head. He was like, "Like, oh, like what he's doing, or how do you know the bride and groom, or whatever?" And like, "Oh, the groom's one of our clients," and he was like, "Oh, like what do he's do?" I was like, oh, we're PTs. And he was like, well, he looks like a PT, but you don't look like a PT. And I was just like, I just goes, you cheeky bastard, you're not getting a tip and walked away. <laughs> I was Bear in mind, I looked nothing like a PT at the time. I was raging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I still am pretty like, fuck me. Like, you can't really say that to somebody. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, what does a PT look like? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask, you know, what, like, what, what should a PT look like, you know? Because what is health? You know, like well, what, yeah, that's it. Like it's it's so it's such a broad concept, especially you know when you are talking to a female, like it's what their idea of health and what the next one's idea of health and might be is is completely different. Um, but like what what was the work that you done? Because I know there's gonna be people listening there that are listening now that are like, I fuck, I couldn't get on and talk about that, or I fuck, I, you wouldn't catch me in front of a camera, or yeah, I wouldn't do pole dancing or whatever it is, you know, those sorts of things, and what. What was the actual, not steps that you took, because it's so different for everybody, yeah. but like, what was the work that you'd started to do to go, I'm just going to try and work on me and better yourself? <laughs> better yourself. I don't not think there was anything. Heavy, heavy, but like, I don't think there was anything specific. It was kind of just like trying new things. So I think especially like pole dancing was probably just like a complete turning point for me. Shout yeah. out to Wings Pole Studio. It's a lot um, of shameless plugs <laughs> in this, isn't there? <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I remember, like, I remember my first set, my first class, and we were doing a thing called a prayer slide, and you like, you're just sliding down the pole with your hands, no legs or anything, and I couldn't do it for the life of me, and I started crying because I was so frustrated, and I was like, I can't do this, like, I, I physically can't do this, and then, two years later, I'm like swinging around the pole, like, I mean, it's really fucking difficult, but it's so much fun now, and then mm. even the thing of. I would never, I was always like, I was always that person. I'm never going to wear pole shorts. So it's basically like bikini bottoms. Yeah, yeah. Or like, like a sports brand, like bikini bottoms. Like I'm never, I'm. it's never going to be made. Like I'm always going to be like clothed, whatever. Like I don't feel comfortable. And then last May, I done like the photo shoot. Loved it. It was great. And then, but now I'm just saying like, I don't really care. Yeah. Like the reason why you don't really wear that much clothes is because you need grip. Like that, that's it. It's not. Yes, okay, you may look sexy. Hate that word. Sexy. But <laughs> PJ ran that word for you. Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, like I think that was like a massive turning point. It was kind of like just you feel good in what you do and like you've achieved something and you don't yeah. really care what you've looked like. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've enjoyed yourself. So I don't there's not really any pinpointing specific thing I could think of, but it was pole two years ago and then it was investing in a coach. Yeah, yeah, I think because that was the biggest thing for you, wasn't it? How many times have I asked you to write me a program and I've never stuck to it? If there's any advice I can give the <laughs> to anyone out there that you know trains with their other half, do not train them because it is fucking impossible. Yeah, I remember I done a group. Darren's session. laughing because he knows. Darren gets it. <laughs> I done a group session one day. 
I done a grift session one day and you were just like, I'm never training you again. Oh, Jesus. It was the worst. The it worst. It was quite funny though. You used to argue with me in front of like nine other clients. Yeah. Like we had a full on argument because I was asking you to do something or See, train a little bit harder. That. I was like, is she <laughs> fucking joking that. me right now? <laughs> but no, like I started training online with Christina like two, was it a year and a half ago maybe? Yeah, about a year and a half ago. And then just recently when I was showing the gym, I started training in person because my self-discipline is shocking. Like I don't have the self-discipline to train. I wouldn't say that. No. Because I'm going to come on to another topic after this with you, but. No, around training, it's a thing of like, if it's to do with work, like I'll do it. Like there's no questions asked. But with, when it comes to me and like training, I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Or I'm like, I'll do it in the morning yeah. and then you sleep in and you're like, I'll do it later on. And then it comes later on and you're like, ah, oh, I can't be harsh. Yeah. As far as like, no, I am like, I have a specific day and a time that I've booked into and I'm like, I have to go. You can't let, you can't let somebody down. No. You know, it's, it's the so, accountability yeah, there. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's all I need it for. It's like, I just need to like have a specific day and time. And I'm like, I'm, I'm training at this day and this time. I'm like, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's funny you talking about your self-discipline because the other thing I was going to bring up that you've done fairly recently is give up drinking completely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> give up on alcohol, which is yeah. obviously like a, a very popular thing at the minute with people. You know, there's a lot of people that are giving up drinking. Like, what what made you do it? And I know you're going to turn around because we got the dog. Like, it's <laughs> there's obviously more to it as well, but that is a big factor. Yeah. Um. So like your like your self discipline there because I don't know how many times we've been out and you know you'll be like no I'm I'm just not drinking mm. even when people are offering to buy you drinks and stuff you're like no and you know like I'm not a massive drinker and yeah. I enjoy a pint here and there especially with Darren <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like what what made you go Do you know what I'm just I'm just not drinking anymore I'm gonna say that I don't drink because there's a yeah. difference between saying I'm not drinking and I don't, don't drink and I don't drink yeah that's fair and how, true, like, yeah. How, how much because again this is massive for coaches because the amount of them you know that work monday to friday and then go on the beer and gear at the weekend like which is ridiculous <laughs> like because then they go oh i wonder why my business is suffering and i'm mm. like have you seen your weekends mm. so like what made you do it and then what have what have been the the things that have happened since not drinking because it's been a while now from i've seen you have a drink probably about a year since I properly like drank, I remember like last Christmas Eve last year. Yeah. We had a bottle of wine and you poured us glasses and I literally had a sip and I was I like. I didn't finish the bottle of wine. I was like, nah, not for me. Yeah. So yeah. I've kind of lost the taste of it. But I think the easiest thing now is obviously the 0% stuff. Like there's loads of brands. Yeah. That people yeah. would drink that now do 0% alcohol. So you're like, great, I can still enjoy my favorite tipple. <laughs> I can still enjoy my favorite drink Jesus and have Christ. a good time. No, but like I, everybody's probably the same, but I cannot hack hack, hack hangovers. Yeah, hangovers. Are like shit. I probably had the worst hangover of my life two years ago. Was it after Sarah's? Wow, well, yeah, after a friend of ours moved yeah. into your house. Yeah, um, yeah, that was the stupidest shit you've ever done, though. Yeah, and two I, bottles of prosecco on an empty stomach. Yeah, I wouldn't advise. For it. the viewers that drink prosecco, <laughs> you will know that is a terrible idea. <laughs> so I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but I died like died to death, and I had the worst hangover ever the following day, and then I, I think that kind of threw me off a wee bit, and then yeah. I kind of did have like maybe a couple whenever I was out or whatever, 
Because it slowly became less and less. Yeah. You were like, yeah. But I think it was the thing of like, because it's so hard to get a taxi home, I'm like, it's okay, I'll just drive. Yeah. So I know I found that out one night. I know, like, I know. I'm like, okay, I, I'm secure. Like, I have, I have a get out. Yeah, you can just leave. Yeah. So I can, I can get home and then I'm like, the dog's going to be fine. He's not going to think he's been abandoned. And because he gets tucked in at night. So he needs tucked in. Do you want to live with? <laughs> but yeah, no, like it's just, I don't know. And then I, I have kind of lost the taste for it. Yeah. But like, so obviously but, you don't drink and you're okay with saying you don't drink because yeah. that's a hard thing to do for some people. Like yeah. it really is, especially the culture we have here. So from a productivity perspective, yeah, just general like life, because again, no good thing ever comes from a really, really drunken situation. Like it doesn't matter who, who's listening to this. Like they'll know that most of the bad shit that happens to you, mm. alcohol is normally involved. Mm, yeah. Um, so from a productivity perspective, though, and work and stuff and with coaching and, you know, operations and like what's been, what's been the positive things that have came from it? What, what have you found that you don't? I mean, you're more productive because you're not sitting for like four days being really tired, down, having the fear. Yeah. Like what, like, what the fuck happened? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like you're, you're able to do more stuff and you're able to just get on with your day and you're able to like have a fresh next day. Yeah. So you're able to get up, do things, go visit people or whatever. And you're like, mm. I had a good time last night, but I'm able to still enjoy my day and not like lie, stew in your own filth for three days. Yeah. I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah. No, I, like that's, that's a good answer. Like, because obviously, you know, there will be a lot of people that are, they're like, oh, I probably should give up drinking. I just don't know how. Like, what would you say I to those people? If you're using it as an escape, it's probably the wrong thing. Because yeah. obviously there's people out there that are like, they love they love a bottle of wine, but only because that they like love the taste or where it comes from or like they're really invested in like the pro- like how the wine's produced and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Or there's like you, like you love like craft beer. I'm like I'm one of them dickheads. <laughs> so you like like yeah you like trying like different yeah. like brands and mm. their like flavors and whatever like that's cool like that's fine but there's people that are just like I'm just going to get shit faced because I need to forget about my problems. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like that's not like alcohol is not the answer for that. Yeah, they need to find a better outlet for that. Yeah. 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 So like there is there's a fine line. It's kind of like do you actually enjoy alcohol or do you use it to escape your life? Yeah. Because I know probably some point in my life, whenever I was like 18, 19, 20, I probably used it as an escape as well. Because it's kind of like you're going out and enjoying yourself, couldn't give a fuck what you were doing. But yeah. then the next day you're lying, being like, who was I talking to last night? And what did I say? And what way was I carrying on? Yeah, you don't remember anything. It was yeah. different to being blackout drunk and just enjoying yourself. Yeah. yeah. And then I think as well, like one <clears> of the turning points <throat> for me and like cutting down on how much I drank was... There was one night I had a really, really bad night and my friends had put me to bed and I'd woke up the next morning and was like sick and everything, whatever. But my dad, like retired now, was mental health social worker. So I was sitting at the kitchen table and my daddy's a very a man of very few words, as you know. Yeah, he is, yeah. Very funny man as well, but like he would never have made a pass a comment or anything of me going out. But he was basically like, you need to get your act together. Yeah. He's like, I've seen people like you. And then that was it. And I was kind of like, oh, shit. I was like, fuck, right, okay. So yeah. then obviously, like, all, like drinking sort of, like, calmed down, whatever. But it wasn't a massive drinker. It was only at the weekends. And then now it's just kind of like, 
No. Yeah. Yeah, you get you can take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that you're dead against drinking. Like, fuck, it doesn't. I know we made that out to be a bit more dramatic. Yeah. It probably was. Like, but <laughs> it's just more from, because again, like, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm always curious just from a productivity perspective how much of a difference it makes. Because I know when I have a, whenever I don't take, don't have a drink for yeah. a couple of weeks, like, I'm always like, fuck, I'm getting loads of shit done. And if I have a couple of beers, it doesn't really affect me. But it's when I go on a night out, I'm like, oh, fuck. It's because you waste the days, days following yeah. that. And then you're catching up on yourself. And then you're maybe like your, like your mind isn't completely there. Like your thought process is all still all over the place, and you're not making like rational decisions. Yeah, is that the right thing? Would that be right? Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're drinking, you're definitely not. Yeah. But, you know, whenever so like, you're. Yeah, like your thinking process is definitely like not on point. So. Yeah. And then especially dealing with people like on the daily, if you're training somebody who's like lifting heavy weights and you're still like fucked from the weekend, yeah, you're like still it's fuzzy, you're... not great. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're lying with a barbell on their neck and you're uh, just, what did I say to them on Saturday? Yeah. Fuck, take yeah. that barbell off them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not a good position to be in. No. That was a, that was a great set. I think we, we may leave it there. But if there was one thing that I should have asked you that I didn't, can you think of what that was? If somebody's going to hire a Megan, what do they need? <laughs> <laughs> or who should they look for? Oh, do I have to okay, answer yeah, it? Yeah, answer it. <laughs> oh, shit, That's right a good question. Back. Well, I was actually thinking about this. It's kind of like, it's not, it's probably, yes, okay, it is probably the type of person that you need if you're looking like an admin or something for your business or whatever it may be. But I think calling you an admin doesn't do you any justice I know, whatsoever. but there's not really a like another word for it. If you want somebody to get your shit together in your business, Yes. Who do you look for? But it's a thing of somebody who has very good organizational skills, but somebody who's also invested in your company. Yeah. Or your business. Yeah, fucking right, yeah. So it's like John and Patty John or Lenny and Patty John know that we treat it like our business. And like so does everybody else in the team. Yeah. Like they treat it like it's their own. So it's easy for us to be like if something goes wrong, we all kind of take it personally and stuff like that. It's not a nine to five job. The fitness industry, full stop, is not a nine to five job. Like yeah. you take work home 24-7-365. So it's trying to find somebody who's okay with that and is invested in like where you're going and where your mm. business is going and helping you grow rather than coming in and being like, okay, I've got my work done on my home. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody who has a natural flair for it as well. Like a natural flair for just having an... an initiative to do stuff and taking things yeah. off your plate and thinking ahead so if somebody's like comes to you this needs done it's already done yeah do you know so that probably awesome thank you so much Welcome. we'll leave it there that was really good steve will come home <laughs> yeah we need steve will back um yeah because steve will normally does the the send-off bit and darn having a fucking clue uh what the email address is for asking questions So if you have any questions, you can send them to podcast.ecabelfast at gmail.com or you can hit me up. I will put, or Darren will put my fucking handle handle somewhere here. So we will. And if you've got any questions for Megan or if you want to find her, yeah. you can find her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Oh, Your Megan underscore is. Hogan. And I'm not very, we'll put that. I'm not very active on Instagram, but I still answer your message. Yeah, she'll still answer your message. She just doesn't post much, even yeah. though she probably fucking chewed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that one. And 
we will see you in the next one. Thank you and good night. Stay safe.